It's five minutes past 12. It's Wednesday. And as I say, it's Wumandla Day. I'm Pumi Masheko. And you are locked in to clipcentral.com. I am very, 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 very excited today in the studio. If you're excited as we're going through the motions of the conversation today, you can tune, you can call us and Call us directly into the studio on 0861-555-189 or you can catch us on Twitter at cliffcentral.com or at pumemashiko1. Rami, what's your Twitter again? Miss what what? No, okay, I put that Rami and then it said Miss what what? No, 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 no. It probably said First Lady, but it's Rami It said First Lady. Lebo, what's your Twitter handle? Miss Pule. <laughs> so I've got Rami Chwene in the studio. I've got <laughs> I've got Lebo Pule with me, and I've got two incredibly, incredibly awesome women here in the studio. Yay. I finished reading the book yesterday. So did you? Lebu, yeah, yeah, you did. I, did. Wow. Lebu, I told you. Um, in two years ago, wrote a book called Alone. Uh, and, and with, with a byline that says growing up in Alexander. Lebupule was businesswoman extraordinaire, <laughs> making money, living her life. And then in the middle of it all. It came crashing down. Came yep. crashing down. <laughs> and everybody knows Rami. No mm. Okay, maybe I'm about to be Rami. Maybe by Komocho. Yeah, well. No? But. How unfortunate. <laughs> Rami has been on our screens. No As then tough little pedicle. From, of course. Um, so you were on backstage with my sister. Yes, okay. I was on backstage. And that's where first time I went and yes, belting out that bed as we've never heard it before. Some yep. of us, the, the bed you were going to, how we would was so old. She's sexy when she's this. Yeah. It's a romantic and language, but because we don't hear it that often. <laughs> and, and then scandal. Yes, scandal. And Mubango. Yes. Among others. Yes. So then there was Ngawa as Abraham. well. Somewhere there just is for all. Yeah. The list is kind of So endless. imagine my shock. On Facebook, minding my business. Mm. And I see the CD cover. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, man. This girl can sing. This life. How unfair. Can act and can sing. And then well. as I'm reading through... I, I didn't actually find out, Rami Khore, you're actually a singer before an actress. Yeah. Yes. Yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just break that one down. For In me. fact, Backstage was my first TV show, but I've always been doing musicals. I've always been on stage, but singing. Uh, when Backstage moved to Joburg the first time from Cape Town, they were looking for, for, um, actors, but they wanted people who had who are multi-talented, if you can sing, act, dance, move, whatever. Because it was a school of Yeah, of it was a school. A, it was an art school. Mm-hmm. So, and I think it was one of the producers came to watch one of the shows that I was doing. So I actually got the call after they saw me perform on stage, That's singing on stage. That's you discovered. Sweetie, I was... <laughs> you did got nothing on me. No, but I, you know, they asked me to come and, and audition. audition. Yes. But they were looking at you all along. Yeah, and I remember I, wa- I was in transition, changing my hairstyle. So, like, mm-hmm. half of my hair was an afro. The other half were braids. The yeah. other half were like, yo, I was such a disaster. You know what? I put that duke on and I took a taxi to Joburg and I went and, and auditioned. And the rest of the yeah, I got the job. I got the job. So I must say, Mama, yeah. Lebo, I, I, I know your name. Yeah. Um, and have seen the work. Mama. Yes. And I think it's hard when, when you see a young girl. Yeah. A finalist of the ShopRite businesswoman of the yeah, year. Yeah. It's hard to forget that. Yes. What was that like for you? You know, I, I don't, first, I don't even know why I was nominated. Uh, well, I suppose it's because I was doing a lot of work. Go Alexander, I'm very, very busy in Are the community. Are you being modest? Right no, now? I'm honestly, honestly saying to you that whoever that nominated me, I just don't know how they did it. I, I don't know, I don't know why or how really. Um, so I was in awe. And I was shocked and I was surprised when they emailed me and they phoned me and they told me I was apparently the youngest to be nominated. You and can I, can I correct? I don't know why people always say finalist. I wasn't the finalist. I was nominated. And the reason it was a bruha is because I was the youngest nominee of ShopRite Checkers. And what did that, yeah. what did that feel like? What did that feel like and do for you? Confidence-wise, mm. so. no, it made me feel like wait a second, maybe I might not see it, maybe I might not be aware, but I'm doing something great out there. It made me feel really, really awesome and really good. 
I, I felt good. I felt I felt amazing. I felt like Waitsukori, even though one had been through hell, because the nomination came in 2011, and I had just come out of really, really nightmares. Um, it felt like a reward of some sort. Um, yeah. So we're <laughs> going to talk about the nightmares yeah. just now. But mm-hmm. I, So I got an, I got an invite yeah. on my phone, no? mm. and it said, Alone from Fear to Love. Yes. And I thought, that's a hectic thing. And and but but then I thought, oh, this sounds like fun, you know. It's like Rami and Lebo doing. And at the time, mm. I did. In fact, up until I spoke to Rami, no one, I yeah. didn't understand that that title is the combination yes. of yeah. the book. Oh, the how awesome the is that? How awesome is that, though? <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you guys know each other? <laughs> the story. Who's telling the story? You no, tell you the do. story. You tell the story. I always tell it. No way. No, I, hey, don't okay, even say no way. Okay. Don't, don't dramatize Let, the story. Hey, please, <laughs> okay, I'm not drama, I'm not dramatizing. <laughs> okay, Lebune, we actually met on Facebook. Malilebo. Believe it. Yeah. I believe, I believe. <laughs> yeah, we met on Facebook and, um, I used to, to, to read her posts via another friend. And, um, yeah, and then he was her friend. And then I was like thinking, okay, fine. She's not bad at all. Let me just check her out. And eventually we met. We had a meeting for the first time. We actually met face to face for the first time on the 12th of November. I'm very good with dates. I'm like someone I know. Mm. Um, yeah, well, I'm a man. And yeah, yeah, she's the man in this relationship. <laughs> <laughs> she, numbers and dates, they just kill her. She, she's like, I'm like, oh gosh, okay, I'll sort it out. And, uh, and we just got on as like a house on fire. We found ourselves that we've got so many things in common. Mm. What I don't have, she has. What she doesn't have, I have. And mm. together we just make a seriously powerful combination. Mm. And it couldn't have happened at a better time when both of us are busy going through a lot of transition, yeah. trying to, to be the people that, really. yeah, mm. positioning ourselves to, 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 do to, to, to dominating and do the okay. work that we want to do. So now that we know that where that comes from, yeah, Lebo, um, your book mm. is a memoir, and yes. Rami took pains to say well, it's not an autobiography. Yes, yeah, it's not, not in chronological it's, it's, order. Oh, absolutely, yeah. 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 this girl schooling me. It's a memoir. <laughs> it's a memoir. It's experiences. <laughs> so yeah. it's it's sharing your experiences. Yeah, I I wanna. Talk a, and and I've, I've got cry. lots of I've got lots of notes. So yeah. when I, as I was been reading it, I made lots and lots of notes. And of course, the first place where everybody wants to go to mm. is everybody wants to go to the place of talking about the 15, 16 year old mm. who discovers she's pregnant. Yo, <laughs> yeah, it's not everybody who likes to go there. What, what I find, can I just? You know, digress a little bit. What I find about the book is that it will speak to you directly, uh, depending on what it is that touches you. My male readers, they love Lebu the Entrepreneur, and they always feel Jorge Baropil. And I'm like, there's a method. The male readers. The male readers. Yeah, yeah I have a lot. Of lot. <laughs> so, oh, oh, okay. Uh, <coughs> tell me, so they like Lebu the, the Entrepreneur. They, they, yeah, they like that part of the story. The older women love the whole relationship story, the transition, the, the taking care of men, Lebu the Rescuer. The younger readers, they like... Uh, these girls. Um, I think they like the, the teenage pregnancy story and triumphing uh, uh, and out, getting of, out it. of it. Yeah. And, um, and j- it, it just speaks to different people at different levels. And, so, mm. and for you, so for you, it um, changes daily. Let me writing, just tell you writing the book mm. because at the end here, mm. I, I like the fact that the, the last thing that you wrote about, I'm not you know, alone. Is you wrote about, and and you say I wrote letters to all the people I'd hurt on my path yeah. of self destruction, both in business and personally. Mm. Is writing a cathartic experience for you? Is that why you write? Is it part of your self healing? Yes. No. I'm. I'm. I think I'm a writer, but I didn't know that I was a writer until I thought. I, I think I'm a storyteller, but I didn't know there's an author in me. I mean, hence uh, the writing started. 
2008 and I, I wrote it in sessions. I would write and then leave it. I would write. But I never actually set out, and I know it sounds cliche. A lot of people say that, but I never set out to write. I think the very first thing I wrote was a letter to Brian, um, the, 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 the manufacturer. That's a powerful okay, story, tell, by tell, the way. Tell, tell our listeners about Brian, about the experience with Brian. <sighs> what Brian. happened there? Brian was the very first white femme or white factory, white male, who, when I started in business doing office furniture, took a chance with me. Remember, when you get into business, you have to have a record, you have to have credit, you have to have money. Nobody gives you 30-day credit, bangagwas. And Brian said, you know what, I think I will, I'll, I'll supply you. You'll pay me when they pay you. And because business was good and I did well, I would pay him on time. Everything was fine for the first two years. The third year when trouble began, because all along I wasn't actually running a business properly. I wasn't doing my books properly. I just had a lot of volume. So it looked like I had a lot of money, but I didn't. You were billing the millions. You were billing the millions. But a lot of the money was not my profit. A lot of the money went into my lifestyle and, and blah, blah, a lot of things that I really cringe. When I think about, can we not mm. even talk about that? No, no, no. Going to talk about it. <laughs> Is that what you thought was going to happen here? We you are know, talking the, about Can it. I tell you that the money that Lewis has been spending, I've never seen it with my own two eyes. Like, why do I meet you when, when you like, broke? Why, why? Why do I have to start from the bottom? It's okay. It's okay. Hey, but now, now you are here. Yeah, I started from the bottom. Now I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Brian story is very important. So Brian sees that I'm going through trouble because now I'm not paying them as, as often. I'm ducking him. And that's for fourth year into business. And Brian says to me, Lebu, come, come over. Let's talk. At the time, Nimkolota around 200 or something thousand. And he says, listen, I know you got what you're going through. We've been in business for 22 years and we know the problems that you are facing. Get out of that showroom. I had an office probably as big as, as yours, this whole thing. Oh, and he says, like listen. Central, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, was, it was quite huge and it okay. was full. It's like, get rid, get out of the lease. I will help you. I will talk to your landlord. He, he's bullying you to a one year or two year contract. Get out of the lease. Sell that office furniture. Come and work here in the factory. We will help you. Yeah. We will really monitor you. We will teach you business. You are a great salesperson, but we'll, now I thought, Brian was being a white man who wants to front me for his factory. Later on, I discovered that he wanted to actually teach me the ropes of manufacturing and eventually um, get me into into big. But partners. you were also quite young then. Yeah, How I was. No, I didn't know what I How didn't old were know. You at the time? I was. I started the business at twenty six, so I was around twenty eight, twenty nine at the time, swimming in problems. Mm, <laughs> and so, why Brian is important to me is because out of all the suppliers that used to harass me for their payments, he's the one that I really messed up the most. I mean, I would pay him last while he was the one that looked out for me, who sent my name around the factories, who no support her, support her. So that's why he, he was the biggest lesson in my life. Mm. Yeah, he's based in Nice now. He's not very well. Uh, I check on him now and again. So you've yeah, got a good relationship. Yeah, no, it's sorted. It's still. No, the thing is, when you're a good person, you're a good person, Pumi. And I think that always shines through, mm. even though you mess up, even though, and, and that's part of what we want to talk about at, yeah. our, mm. at our event. So, Rami, you wrote all the lyrics. No. On, oh, except one. Except well, one song. Uh, What's going to be like that? I read this <laughs> yes, thing. Yes, except I read this thing. Oh, of course, yeah. I absolutely. went through it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So, and and for you also, which is why the album's called "From Fear to Love." Yes, this was a journey. It was definitely because uh, I studied music and I've always been singing, but it has taken me a good twenty years to release my first album. Not only because of the technicalities that come with the music industry, but also because of my own personal thing that I had. You know, when you don't have people who. It's one thing to, to have a dream and believe in yourself, but then it's another when people support it as well and not just support all. Oh, of course we know you can do it. What, like they really sink their teeth into it. They put their lives on the line to see you, um, achieve what you want to achieve. So it took me 20 years for me to, 
to try and say, okay, fine. First, I was scared that people would say, but she's an actress. She doesn't mm. sing. And because everyone's like, oh, all these actors, they all want to sing. Oh gosh, it's just going to bomb. It's just <laughs> going to be like a horrible album. <laughs> what album? You know, what about the album with just with like four bars of something. And then you just put it, loop it, loop it, loop it, and then go, aye, yeman. You know, aye, yeman. You know, and, um, but then, but then I'm, I'm, I'm a songwriter and I'm, a, I'm, and I'm a arranger because, um, you know, yes, I, I do vocals, I sing, but I'm a, I'm an, I'm an all-rounder. I don't necessarily play instruments, but I know how to structure, which is why it was easy for me to, to have melody. Like I would always walk around with my dictaphone and I put melodies of the song. And then of course, five years ago, I met Randall, um, the guy who produced the album with me. And I obviously fell in love with him. I love how he dreams. I love how he thinks. And I love how he also hears music. And it was easy for me to get him into the studio and work together with me because he was, we've always been in a band together. And yes, I wrote the lyrics. And of course, then they, then they came funny. You know, funny writes very well. Funny Ding is why he writes very well. He's an amazing, amazing writer. I've met people who write a lot, Lewu included, uh, and who write very well. But I'm telling you, up to, to this day, if that guy doesn't write a book, I will hunt him down and I will shoot him myself. No, in case funny rocks up dead tomorrow, it's not me. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay, okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry. But, but he writes well. So one of the days, um, I was going through, he's got a blog and I was going through the blog, some of the stuff that he wrote. So, uh, in 2013, uh, on the 28th of Feb, which will be a year, no, two years, two, two years, two years, yeah. two years ne- on Saturday, on the day when we do our show. Whoop, whoop, wow. funny enough. That's when he wrote, um, You Are Me. And when I read it, I was like, flip, I'm going to write a song. I'm going to make this a song on my album. So... Yeah, and yeah, and I mean, he's always been, he's been there from the beginning so, of this journey. He's actually, one of the he's, the, he's one I of love. those guys like, yeah, Wabana Fan is like those guys who say, listen, you're gonna do this album whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm scared. Hey, you will do this album, Joe. <laughs> hey, Hajwang, Hajwang, you will do this album. I was like, yeah, we'll do it. Hey, so how is the album going? going. Uh, Eamon, how is the album going? So I didn't have a choice. Speaking of funny, can I also add? Cause oh, yeah. He's, the, he's the friend that the we guy met we met also through. you guys are connected by fun. fun. Yeah. Yes, we, yeah. we did. Okay. Yeah. He, when, when I kept saying, I'm writing a book, I'm writing a book, funny was the guy that says, so, so he's very, very motivational. And, yeah, and he's really pushing, pushing. So yeah. you, very pushing. You Aggressively so. He's horrible. One of the songs that when I listened to the album, it, it was, it was quite like, whoa. It was one I of know. the that song. That, do, do and I like, picked it to play it. That's I know, I know. Play it. That's so I'm going to play that song. Yeah. And yeah. Then, so everybody can know what we're talking about. But mm. before I play it, what what is what do you call the genre of your music? Is it jazz? <laughs> um, it is a bit of jazz. It is a all, bit of this and it's that. A bit gospel-y? No, not really. Oh, I was actually I thinking also... more soul, oh. more soul. Okay. Yeah, it's more soul and a bit more jazz because you know when you say gospel-y, then people expect to hear uh, Jesus music. and church and oh, all okay. of that. Yeah, but yeah, I, I don't do that. Mm. But in fact, the influence of the album, most of it is stuff that I have learned through my life as. Mm. As a, as a, as a Christian person mm. and some of the lessons that I learned, you know. So, so when I read you and me, it basically dis- described what I thought, uh, you know, who God is and what he is in my life. And I, I don't even know, I uh, understand the I space Fanny was it. in. Well, when I yeah. didn't get that it was about God. I must yeah, say. exactly. You yeah. see, <laughs> but it is not necessarily. Okay. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's it's one of those things that like you have to ask Fanny, what the hell were you thinking? He still okay, has to give me it. that reason let's as play. well. Yes, yes. And then um let's play it and give give the listeners a taste of what mm. Rami sounds I can't believe that's your like. favorite song. It, it's our it's, favorite it's song. It's one of Wow, beautiful. I mean, there are couple Well, it's I my just, favorite song. Is it also your I favorite? I love it. Mm. I love it. It's on repeat in my car all the time. So this is You Are Me um by and you you featured some people on the song. Yes, I featured um a band from Zim. It's a a boy band, they sing a cappella, they're called, um, uh, Family Voices, and I also featured my brother's, uh, boy group as well, they're called the Sevens. So, Abana, every time I have these moments, because it said Family Voices, and I wondered, Hore, are these, like, family? You know, like John Legend has a family. Yeah, 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 choir. the Stephen family. <laughs> yes. And I wondered if this was your family, so they're no, not your no, family, they're not but there family. is family. There on is this. family on the album, yes. Okay, so you are me. 
things that go into finding yourselves because yeah. that's the theme that I got when I listened yes. to the music yeah. when I uh, read the, the book, book yes. I got that I got yes. that in a big way yeah. and in Did her you? thank yous mm. in her thank yous she's got more mm. pa- pages of thank yous yes. than she's got pages yeah. of um, yeah. in fact that was in intentional because people mm. put um, lyrics mm. and I'm saying then then you have one line of I like to thank the men upstairs and this and this <laughs> and that I actually wanted it mm. to be a, a dedication so mm. that people that have been part of my life know what I think of them. Mm. You can always get, you can always Google lyrics. It's mm. not an issue. I loved what you wrote to your parents, what you wrote to your dad and what you wrote to your mom. Ah. Mm. Uh. 
Mm. Thank you. And and I've seen on Facebook, woman, as you tell the stories of back in Sashiko. The role, the role that your mother played in making you the woman that you are, Rami. Yeah. What would you say that was? First, my mother gave me my speaking voice. I talk a lot, but my mother can outtalk you anytime. Mm-hmm. And um, she, she's a very calm. Okay, I'm not that calm. She's a very calm, well-rounded, very spirited woman and very spiritual. And she's got, she's got strength and resilience, and she's got. Power, you know, my mother is a powerhouse. As far as she's concerned, nothing is impossible, you know. Um, and she's got hectic, hectic faith. So I think I get my, the kind of faith that I have. So I you, took from my mother. Are just, you like I your just mom? exaggerated. Are it you completely. like your mom? Yes, I am like my mom in terms of like that faith-based thing and everything. But then, then I'm more like my father. Like I, I think I'm one of the siblings who took. The best of everything out of both my parents. I wanted to read Seretone, say that you wrote for your mom, but I don't know how. Oh, Because okay. I don't know how to read. Okay, what I wrote for my mother. <laughs> well, the, the, Just the Sereto, yeah. No. Okay, Sereto, I wrote, O mafakudu makupuru la seatla asafeji, mamundedi, kogorata kudu kudu mothapa. My mother is generous. She's a giver. Yeah. That's what I learned from her. Mm. So you are give you until happy? there's absolutely nothing to give. Mm. Are you happy that you've become a woman like your mom? Yes. Absolutely. I don't think I would have it any other way. I ask you that because I think a lot of girls, a lot of us girls grow up and we kind of go, I don't want to be like my mother. Yeah, me. I know. Please go. Look, look, Lebu doesn't want to be like my mother. And when I Lebu, Lebu, you were clear. I mean, your mother plays a very prominent role in your book. Yes, she does. Um, Mm. She looks after the kids when when it gets really tough, you know. Mm. Um, I, I love the conversation where you say you phoned her. Mm. Uh, you sent her, please call me. Yes. Now, when, I, when it all went yeah. down to the wire, yeah. you're Phone now, your you're, you're broke. Yeah. The sheriff is there every day. <laughs> yeah. You've got three kids. You just, yeah. it's, it's and, and at the time, you're also only 30. Yeah, I, I, I had two kids. Mm. And, and months pregnant. later, months later, I was to and fall pregnant. Pre- oh. <laughs> so, uh, no, you, you know, the whole thing of going through hell in your life, going through a downward spiral, the sheriff is knocking, people are touching, your house is going. When you go through a very, very tough time, for whatever reason, you make very bad decisions. Uh, and, and I always advise the people like Coach Guti, when you are in hell, do not take any decision. If you have a best friend or a sister, You'd let them help you yes. decide. Mm. Because the falling pregnant as well. I mean, how do you fall pregnant? How did you Olive? fall pregnant? No, because Olive. Ernest was nice. Oh, Ernest was oh, so I I get that. So when I got that, I yes. understood it when you I was reading. Yeah, when you read it, you get it. This yeah. guy was amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there is, you know that she put it so easily. But then it's funny you should Not say that because answer my question. No, wait answer my question. No, wait. I wasn't actually dating NST as my friend. So there was no need really for contraception. You know, we, we started really dating. <sighs> I don't know why Nixa prevented. I think maybe the child was destined to be on earth. <laughs> as so, and, and then your mother. So, so yeah. then you send your mother, please call yeah. me. Hmm? And you, you, and she phones you back. Yeah. And you are I just, in tears. Yeah. And she says, Buyekai. It's like a high. I know you've been going through this. We've been watching. You see, the thing with parents is that you might think you're hiding things, but they see you. Not maybe, no, maybe not only parents, but people who are close to you. Yeah. They can see it. They're just waiting for you. Plus, now nah, I'm not helpable. I'm, 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 I'm one of those stubborn people. Yeah, staring. It's not. It's but it's. I'm changing though. Hey. Yes, you're yeah, doing I'm, well. <laughs> I'm growing. You I'm listen. softening. But um, you would never even dare give me advice back in those days. Olemang. I'm not I'm making millions. You can advise me for what? But you see, I'm the, um, opi- I'm the opposite of that. I mm. take advice very well. I do now. Well, yes, you do now. So, but then I'm okay. talking about back then okay. because yeah. well, it is oh, true. Some was, of the stuff alone, alone, uh-huh. hence alone. Yes, hence, hence the book mm. alone. Mm. But then you see, uh, what we're also trying to show is that is that it is not. Sometimes it's not about the number. It, mm. It's not about you being by yourself. You mm. can actually make a mess of it, even when there's two of you. Because mm. I went through all of that that level went through, but I was married. Mm. Do you understand? And then mm. it took my parents having to come say, "Dude, 
we can see this is not working. Yes. In fact, before I even had to tell my parents that I want to get a divorce, my parents are the ones who set me down they and knew. say, this whole thing, okay, another thing, there's an, a, a whole Christian element and a traditional element that people, they don't believe in divorce. God has divorce. What, 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 what? And, and then you come back and you divorce and then you're like such a failure and this and this and that. My parents were the, were the first people. I didn't have to get my friends to tell me. My father set me down and say, I know you. You are my child. You are strong. You're powerful. You're resilient. You do the most amazing things. You're very close to perfect. You're crazy like that. And right now, your craziness is gone. Your passion is gone. And mm. I can tell you when it stopped and I can, when it, when it, when it, it stopped being mm. there yeah. and up to now. And this is because of you getting married. Mm. And we need to understand that you can marry the wrong person. It's a mistake. Mm. Mm. Which, which label so, was... So now, are you gonna let, are you gonna be, are you gonna let death do you part with your mistake? <laughs> yeah. Like, so, if you hate your car, you change it. That, if you hate your job, you, you change it. So speaking of that level, for you, mm. you, you were yeah. the one that was looking for the, the marriage as a yeah. salvation. Yes, yes, yes. Because, you know, I got, I got pregnant at 16. Um, also highly, highly Christian background, even more so yeah. because it was Jehovah's Witnesses. And so falling pregnant was like, Oh my goodness, I have to redeem myself. I have to, I have to, I have to. And I suppose you put it out there in the universe that yeah. I want to salvage the situation. Mm. And the magnet I get a catches. job. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm so amazing. At 16, I was already in metric and I passed with a distinction in English. <laughs> and I got a job at 18 at FNB and I meet this guy. Firstly, this guy looks completely different. He smells good. He took me to lunch. You know, he took me <laughs> to a st- yes. restaurant. <laughs> a restaurant. Uh, things I've never heard of back in Alex. And I'm 18 years old. And he's 11 years my senior. And I tell him, I come from this background. And this is what's actually. And he says to me, don't worry, I'll marry you. And I'm like, sure. Six months later, Lobola is being paid. And for me, marriage was redeeming me from the mess that I supposed I thought I had done. But I'm marrying the wrong guy. Yeah, well, we think like that. I was well, I wasn't like necessarily <laughs> looking for a redeemer per se, but it was like I also had two kids at that point. When but when I get ma- when I got married, I had two kids, and it was like, okay, I think I'm doing well. I've done this. I've done that. What's the next thing to do? Get married, and. I think I was, I'm, I'm one of those people who shouldn't actually have gotten married in the first place, you know, because yeah, for me, <laughs> because for me, marriage was not a rescuer. It was actually my downfall because oh. it was, it, it worked the other way. I wasn't necessarily looking for it and it did not make, make me better. It took away from me than mm. it gave to me, you know. So those are some of the dynamics that we're discussing yeah. um, on Saturday. So tell me about Saturday. So just, Jay, <laughs> listening and ha- knowing knowing the story Rami. i mean and unfortunately for you 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 live your life in front of all of us so, yeah. so sh- every little mistake you have a fight with someone on set it's everywhere mm. you yeah. you know when your marriage was falling apart everybody knew about it no no i knew, about I knew it. and then now i'm not a kosop Okay, well, I suppose, thank God it was not in the Sunday world or whatever. No, it wasn't in the Sunday world, but, <laughs> but what I'm saying yeah, is but yes, because yes, but we're in the, yeah, in yeah, the and you people can see, are and talking also the tension, about it. And the tension as well. But you people know? are talking, you know. Yes, absolutely, that's um, true. Which you also talk about, Lebohur, people are talking. Yeah. And this is a thing we women love to do. Hey, mm. we can talk. We, we, because we talk, yeah. we think everybody is talking. talking. Yeah. So mm. as you, you describe, Lebu describes it's so beautifully ori. You thought as you were driving home mm. from your work, as you were that trying has. to pull your life up in your yeah. tears, you thought everybody behind their mm. curtains mm. was talking about yes, you. Yes, yes. I remember this one incident. It, um, my editor took it out of the book where um, before I got a job, ne? before I got employed, my mom gave me money, 20 rands to go buy bread and eggs because it was that week where there's no money and she was the only one who's the earning money. Yeah. The yes. Yeah. <laughs> so last week, do you know, it took me an hour to walk down because I was just feeling so, so shameful, Hori. 
And I'm imagining in my head that everybody knows her. It's not my money, it's my mom. So you just yeah. get delusional. <laughs> Yeah. That people know Oreka Borotole might make tea because she is gone, down and out. So shame, your shame plays a major role. It in does. Us yeah. Yeah. This is yeah. the story. So mm. this is the story of Rami. This is the story of Lebo. Yeah. yeah. And now you've come together about it. and you've created this thing. <laughs> yeah. And you've created this thing because of the the beautiful sentiment that the yeah. two titles of your CD and sure. your book has. Mm. Yes. This, this alone... From, from love, to from love. fear to love, love yes. right? So you've created these events. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about the events. You have the first one coming this Saturday. Yes, the first the one is coming. Uh, yeah, at so the Michael I can't Angela. even say I've been, and I know what you go on about. Mm. Yes. So what can I expect on Saturday? No, <laughs> you speak the market. She's a marketing lady. Okay, no, no. I'll speak the facts and you can get all emotional okay. because she's good at getting emotional. She will cry now, now. Yeah. Um, basically what we've done, we, we, we've, we've, we've cut the, we've spread the whole Alone from Fear to Love, uh, show into six. So we've got six of them this year. And the dates are set already. All of them will be at the Michelangelo. So this one is our first one. It is the pilot and, um, we'll have more. So for this one, what can you expect? Basically, we will be talking. We'll be talking. We'll, we will talk about the stuff that people don't want to necessarily talk about. Mm-hmm. We, we want to talk about people's fears. We want to talk about people's hopes. We want to talk about people's dreams and how do you Escape from yourself as mm. well Because mm. the, I think the first fear Is being afraid of yourself yes. And once you're afraid of yourself Everything else just yeah. falls all over you yeah. Because when you don't feel shame And you want to walk down the street First, like Lewis shame could have It might have been true that people were checking her Through the window mm. Saying, oh, Monique, we love yeah, the they do in the hood They yeah. do <laughs> But the first point, mm. she thought it first. Yes, and I before, stayed in the house. And she stayed in the house because mm. she knew it, she knew it, she yeah, knew it. Yeah. So it is that thing that is in your mind mm. that is self-inflicted, that it's mm. saying, I am not worthy of this. I don't deserve this. You mm. know, the other people who make so many mistakes in their lives that they feel that when they get happy, they don't deserve it. Mm. But why do I deserve to be happy? I've been so bad. Mm. I've been horrible. I've been a horrible dad. I've been a horrible mom. I've been a horrible sibling. I've been a horrible wife. I've been a horrible husband. So I don't deserve to smile. I don't deserve to laugh. I don't deserve a second chance. Goodness, I don't even deserve to walk away. It's yeah. my bed. I'm going to lie in I it. Should, I, should I should stay. Miserable. And, yeah. and your be miserable. business now is coaching. So yes. you're a business coach well, you see, and I'm, a life coach. I'm, yes, I'm, I'm transitioning. I don't like to call myself a life coach. I think it's too big a, a, a term. It's, it's, yeah, for me, it's, it's really hectic. Maybe when I'm 45, I can call myself, but I'm, I'm in personal development. <laughs> Yeah. Personal development coach. Maybe when you're 45, she says. <laughs> yes. When I'm 45. I can, I can call myself a life coach. But here's Do the, you believe now that your whole life is still ahead of you? Oh, Absolutely. Yes. just begun. Oh, no. We are young. We are young. Is we it, are young. That's very. what the sheriff said to you. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, wasn't wasn't that, wasn't that amazing? Yeah. Yes. He said, geez, you are 30. You have your whole life ahead of you. And I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> it's like, no, no you can. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. yeah. That time. <laughs> Really no, the book is, is quite stunning And I can see that you liked it Because mm. even though you didn't say you did You liked yeah. it I yeah. love the book I, yeah, I was I'm told that I could have easily written it I'm not biased okay. yeah. Although, I mean, although So, Mm-mm. and, you know, just also talking about your mother mm. And all the African proverbs yes. That you, you put in And, oh, yes. and the various little mm. references to the bigger life Yes Is your role on Saturday a bit of a coaching role is that is that what it's no no not not necessarily let me tell you my because I'm going to give the the main talk yeah I am if, I am if that's what it is <laughs> Rami can you handle or you huh? won't be talking can you handle no she that? is gonna speak no I won't be talking can, can, can I explain <laughs> now okay okay no let me tell you how Without, it will don't work. give it away but talk okay let me tell you we want people to know to come to the next one this, this is one's how it's going out. to work when I uh, pull me um, Rami will open with with a song and oh, be gosh. the MC sort Don't of. tell the program. Oh, okay. Fine. Just say what then, you're gonna do. And then I will talk. I'll, I wanna 
dissect the alone from fear to love. So I'm going to first start talking about what fear is, how it manifests, what it means, and with all its acronyms. And then how you move from fear, you you have to be alone. And by alone, I don't mean you have to move out and divorce, but you need to go within. Alone is both literal and figurative. If yeah. you can do it literally, I think you'll get the best out of it. Hence, uh, you know, I started finding myself when I lived alone. And then I will then talk about moving to love and, and how that comes about. So it's going to be a talk that is mm. full of advice, full of wisdom, full of life experiences, yeah. full of my own personal stories. Yeah. Uh, almost like we're doing now, except it will be more structured. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we must talk all over each other. But also, we also we, I know it sounds easy sometimes when you say you want to tell people that, you know, you want to, you need to be alone and you move from your fear to mm. love. We also say it's not easy. Yeah. We yeah. still, we'll still break it down. How? And easy it is. It's uncomfortable. Mm. It is a very low, it's a very lonely space because mm. just because, and when we say be, a, a be, being alone, we're not saying be lonely, only one, mm. because you can actually be lonely with a room full of people. But we're saying it, you know, how will it feel like? How will it look like? How will you see, how will you see it? And how will other people see it as well? But at the end of the day, always having the end in mind, then, there's no other way of doing it except mm. having to go through it. You can't. There is. You have to go through it. Yeah. It 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 has to happen. Mm. You can't just. Yeah. Mm. On the other side of being alone, uh, mm. level, you. You you wrote a thing about bad decisions, <laughs> a lot mm. of bad decisions, <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, about the woman that you were becoming and yeah. and how when you were living at home with mom, mm. uh, your perspective mm. of her changed. Yes, yes. And, and, and you're right. I started seeing my mother as a human being who was just like me, mm. trying to navigate her way through life. She was doing the best that she could with what she had and what she knew. Mm. Did that realization change the relationship you have now with her yes yes it did i softened up for her because i mean you will realize in the beginning of the book i do talk about why did she stay in this marriage because for me it was bad uh why was she so weak why couldn't she do it but after realizing because you know when you grow um things get revealed in your life as you grow and I softened towards her. I saw her as a person because we forget sometimes what our parents are people. I saw her as another human being who actually needs my support, who needs my love, my compassion and kindness. And it changed slightly. And eventually when I moved to my townhouse, um, you'll remember in the book, I would bring her things, I'd bring her flowers, I'd have a talk with her. And look, our parents have a lot of issues of their own, mm. and you can only help them up to so far. So far yeah. All I can say about my relationship with her right now is that it has improved tremendously. We have, It's baby steps because um, I cannot also force somebody to walk the path that they're not prepared to walk. Because uh, in, in my opinion, I would have wanted my mom to see a psychologist, to see a, a therapist. Because, you know, I think, she's, I think she's been through hell. I think she's been through a lot of things personally. But it's not in my place, you know. Mm. You, you talk a lot about your anger and your frustration and your pain. Yes. In the book. In the book. Yes. Which, which to me sounded like you were also angry with yourself. Yeah, of course. You start with mm. yourself. Okay? You know, the anger with myself, and it comes out from time to time, even now. I mean, like Kurami says, it's not really easy. It's a, yeah. You take two steps forward and two steps back. I think I don't have many issues, but I have anger issues. And anger towards me and towards everybody else. You don't, yeah. I'm going to be very angry. I was just angry at myself for having the brains that I have, but making such lousy decisions. And um, I don't understand why that is. So I battle to forgive myself now and again. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Some days, some months, I wake up and I'm saying, yeah, I think I'm cool with myself. And then I would see something that's not working and I'm like, yeah, it's because, you know, 
you're not that smart. You're not that cool. As I said in the book, like I'm not that resourceful. So it's those vulnerable moments that we'll be sharing in the show as well. The yeah. vulnerabilities. Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when, when you put yourself out there, I think as, as an actress, as, as a person yeah. behind the mic, as, as many people in our industry, vulnerability is one of your, yeah, that's actually, for me it was, in, in, in fact, it's in my top five fears mm. that, um, everyone now is going to know me. I'm like literally, especially with this album, I feel like I'm naked and everyone can Yo, see my bum. You don't how know. and how yeah. and how are you dealing with it? It's, it's still, it's work in progress. <laughs> there are some times where I cringe. First, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I cringe. I was like, yeah, yeah. Still cringe. yeah, I still cringe a lot. Mm. I cringe a lot. And, um, and there, there are days where I get unbelievable moments when I wake up and go like, Oh my God, did I just do that? You know, and then I will think back on the journey of how it happened and I go like, wow, that is amazing. That is awesome. And then that is like, but what if they don't like it? What if they don't, you know, it's like some, it's like you, you, one way or the other still looking for people's validations. Even when you're a strong person like I am, I'm one of the very toughest cookies you'll ever come across. But sometimes what someone thinks of me is important to me. Not everyone else's opinion, but I've got a pool of people who I look up to. And when they are happy, <laughs> I auto, I'm automatically happy. Mm-hmm. You know, it is because you give off yourself so much. You've stretched yourself and you've laid yourself so bare that there are no covers except, okay, fine. So now you know me. This is me. What can we say? I want you to, t- I'm going to play this song, which is another one of the ones that I went, oh. <gasps> When I heard it, okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna play this song, and then I want you to tell us, tell us about it. Look in the
will definitely be out as now. The podcast will be available. If you want to hear it again, you want to hear the girls again, the podcast will be available by like 1.30. Palissa is amazing. In we between, love Palissa. In between the moment when I walk out of the studio and go and pack up my stuff and go to the loo and come back to ask to say goodbye. She's like, oh, the podcast is up. So the podcast will be up and you can download it on WeChat on the official Cliff Central account or on the WeChat dot WeChat CliffCentral.com website. You can download it directly. I'll also put it up on my Facebook and I'll put it up on my Twitter, a link, and we'll put it up on your And you'll tag us and we'll share it. I'll tag you and we'll share it and everything. But you know, um when I when I listened to the song and I and I listened to the lyrics. It was like, ooh, this is exactly when every girl picks herself apart. Yes. When she looks in that mirror, picks yes. herself apart and looks for the stuff that people may not even be looking at. Yes, yeah? exactly. That's, that's why the song is divided. Like the two verses are like two op- opposites. Mm. Because when you look at yourself in the mirror, you pick what you choose to see. Everything is there. But um, someone can be seeing the lines under my eyes And I could I could be seeing my perfect nose You know So it depends what you want to see But at the end of the day You as a woman Okay, obviously as a person I just said woman But as any other person What you choose to nitpick And what you choose Is what will direct the the uh, your journey in life Speaking of directing your journey in life, what was your turning point? We've got like four minutes and I can see Duncan like holding his breath. That am I going to run late like Jade? (laughs) Okay, my turning point was because I've had quite a few. Yeah, but your turning point that allowed you to make the CD. (laughs) Um, It's like I didn't have a choice. You know, when you wake up and you realize that, okay, fine, it's either now or never. I woke up and I actually did not have a choice. And that's when I said, fine, I'm going to do it. 20 years ago, I thought, okay, fine, I'll have my own recording label, which I did. It's my, it's through my own record. I often, I've always known what I wanted to do, a live band, whatever, whatever. But in terms of, in terms of the mindset, my mind saying, this is the time. Obviously with a few pushy friends, like the ones we mentioned. <laughs> um, it's like, I felt like I was left no option but that. Mm. You know, it's, 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 it's when, when you're about to give birth and you're dilated. It's not like the child Jeez, would go funny. back. That's graphic. Okay, that's it's okay. Coming. I'll give you. It's coming. Yeah, it's the baby comes whether you're ready or not. So this was one of those moments, yeah. and then I had to, I had to sink my teeth in, ground my feet, and be ready to take to take on to uh, to take the journey. I didn't have a choice. I had to do it. It's and like a one way bungee jumping. You go up the <laughs> stairs, and the only way down is if you jump. So I had to jump. Jump, Rami, jump. <laughs> and for you, Palace, Palace, and, yeah, <laughs> and for you, Lebo, the turning point of what producing oh, the in, book of of the, of mm. your of your life. You know, you 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 write mm. a lot about the time when you were all mm. by yourself. Mm. Mm. Was that your turning point yeah. towards learning how to forgive yourself? Yes, yes. In fact, when I was going under, when I was back at home. Uh, owing everybody looking for a job. It, that was not even it. It's only when I actually went and lived alone in my townhouse that the turning point happened. Because being alone, hey, being alone is very powerful because you are face to face with you. Mm. You are face to face with God. You're preaching. You, God. you are just, you just have to deal with yourself. And Nekamo, you are working and for whatever reason, I started, I stopped watching TV and I had to deal with me. Mm. And, and I think that's it. Moving alone, not when I was going on, and yeah, staying alone. So that's it. This is a Lebu Pule, entrepreneur, a coach, <laughs> and author. Yeah. The book is called Alone Growing Up in Alexander. And Rami Twene, the CD is called From Fear to Love. And this coming Saturday, so Rami said it's sold out. This coming Saturday is the first event, Alone from Fear to Love. The yeah. details of which I'll put on my on my Facebook and the Twitter yeah. if you're interested. There'll we'll be do five a few walk-ins. We'll do a few yeah. walk-ins. There'll be five more coming up this year. But if you want to hear more, if you want to connect with these two sisters. Gana Rami, what's your first lady? Uh, at Rami Twenty. Yes. And at Miss Bule. At Miss Bule. At Miss Bule. And I'm playing out with uh, Rami's favorite. It's the bed <laughs> right now. It's the bed track right now. Why is this one your favorite? Then we have to go. 
Because I grew up in Sichero. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Limpopo song. It's all t- it's telling everyone about all my, my locks Chako Limpopo. Thank you very much for coming to the studio. Thank you for chatting with me. Good luck, girls. Good luck. Thank you so and much. And what an inspiring journey. What an yeah, inspiring journey you. from both of you. Sure. And and I think, yeah, sounds more. like the There's beginning. More. Yeah. Please come. We, please I'm come. coming. No, no, I'm no, already she's coming. coming. She's oh. coming. I'm already coming. I'm on last. <laughs> yeah, she is on the list. I Thank saw her. Thank you very much. Thank Lovely. you for me for having us. Shop.